Welcome to Yarns at Yenhu, a podcast about the fiber arts and other post-apocalyptic skills. Episode 246, Poetry as Medicine. Friday, April 3rd, 2020. In this episode, I'll forego my usual segments in favor of some poetry. Much of it has been submitted by listeners. Thank you so much for your contributions and suggestions, and I hope you enjoy this Poetry as Medicine episode. This is the Time to Be Slow by John O'Donohue. Submitted by Sue, Studio Noodling on Ravelry. This is the time to be slow. Lie low to the wall until the bitter weather passes. Try, as best you can, not to let the wire brush of doubt scrape from your heart all sense of yourself and your hesitant light. If you remain generous, time will come good, and you will find your feet again on fresh pastures of promise, where the air will be kind and blushed with beginning. Gala Melancholia by Kelly Russell Agadon. This was found in Cascadia Magazine by Nancy Northern Flicker on Ravelry. At the end of the day, there is a celebration at the rehab center across the street, which is what my neighbors call their home, facing west, watching every sunset as if it's a channel a show they can't miss. In my yard, two morning doves rest in the grass as if we have a formal meeting about why the trees keep leaving. Between wildfires and clear cuts, I have some explaining to do. As I talk to the doves, I hear my neighbors toast the sunset, toast the kingfisher who screeches by like some party favor, I think about how easy it is to both love and hate endings. And when I turn to tell the doves about sometimes how I wonder, what if we don't get through this? I hear the flap of their wings as they rise into the pink sky, filled with confetti birds, streamers of perfectly placed clouds, and right before the finale, the sun bursts and what is left. Of light. Women on a Beach by Anne Michaels. This was submitted by Sue. Light chooses white sails, the bellies of gulls. Far away in a boat, someone wears a red shirt, a tiny stab in the pale sky. Your three bodies form a curving shoreline, pink and brown sweaters, bare legs. The beach glows grainy under the sun's copper pressure, air the color of tangerines. One of you is sleeping, the wind's finger on your cheek 
like a tendril of hair. Night exhales its long-held breath. Stars puncture through. At dusk, you are a small, soft heap, a kind of moss. In the moonlight, a boulder of women. Here's one that I chose for this episode. It's Let Evening Come by Jane Kenyon. Let the light of late afternoon shine through chinks in the barn, moving up the bales as the sun moves down. Let the crickets take up chafing as a woman takes up her needles and her yarn. Let evening come. Let dew collect on the hoe abandoned in the long grass. Let stars appear and the moon disclose her silver horn. Let the fox go back to its sandy den. Let the wind die down. Let the shed go black inside. Let evening come. To the bottle in the ditch, to the scoop in the oats, To the air in the lung, let evening come. Let it come as it will, and don't be afraid. God does not leave us comfortless, so let evening come. This poem appeared in the New York Times on March 26th, 2020, and was brought to my attention by Nancy. It begins with a short introduction. In the novelist Barbara Kingsolver's timely forthcoming collection of poems, How to Fly in 10,000 Easy Lessons, one section of potent how-tos help guide readers through awkward, complicated days. Refreshing in their direct address, oh misery, and succinct language, they place momentary dramas into context and provide a wider window in. Remind me again, this poem says, but the cure is not immediate. The challenge continues. At least a good night's rest might help. And this poem was selected by Naomi Shihab Nye. How to Survive This by Barbara Kingsolver Oh, misery. Imperfect universe of days stretched out ahead. The string of pearls and drops of venom on the web. Losses of heart, of life and limb. News of the worst. Remind me again, the day will come when I look back amazed at the waste of sorry salt when I had no more than this to cry about. Now I lay me down. I'm not there yet.
This is a meditation that I have written on a small card with my spindle spinning. I read it every time I spin, and it's been particularly poignant these past few weeks. We have lived our lives by the assumption that what is good for us would be good for the world. We have been wrong. We must change our lives so that it will be possible to live by the contrary assumption that what is good for the world will be good for us. And that requires that we make the effort to know the world and what is good for it. Wendell Berry from The Long-Legged House And we'll close with Heavy by Mary Oliver. This poem is new to me, and I want to thank Robin, who is RMH258 on Ravelry, for submitting this very special poem. That time, I thought I could not go any closer to grief without dying. I went closer, and I did not die. Surely God had his hand in this, as well as friends. Still, I was bent, and my laughter, as the poet said, was nowhere to be found. Then said my friend Daniel, brave even among lions, it is not the weight you carry, but how you carry it. Books, bricks, grief, it's all in the way you embrace it, balance it, carry it when you cannot and would not put it down. So I went practicing. Have you noticed? Have you heard the laughter that comes now and again out of my startled mouth? How I linger to admire, admire, admire the things of this world that are kind and maybe also troubled. Roses in the wind, the sea geese on the steep waves, a love to which there is no reply. As William Carlos Williams wrote in Asphodel, that greeny flower, it is difficult to get the news from poems, yet men die miserably every day for lack of what is found there. April is National Poetry Month, and I invite you to explore poetry this month as a means of finding solace or sharing joy with others. Thank you very much for joining me for this special episode.